New to the living healthy lifestyle or a healthy living veteran, this is your place for honest answers. Naturally Savvy with registered holistic nutritionist Andrea Donsky and health journalist Lisa Davis. I'm Lisa Davis with Andrea Donsky, and we have such wonderful and fascinating, hello, hello, people on the program. And joining us now is Wendy Coulter. She is a medical intuitive, a master healer and a clairvoyant for more than 15 years. She is one of the very few medical intuitive trainers in the U.S. She's based in Los Angeles and has effectively taught doctors, nurses, psychologists, therapists, energy workers, and health professionals how to use medical intuition in their practice. As a matter of fact... In the mid-1980s, she participated in Louise Hayes' renowned intimate living room healing sessions. I definitely want to hear about that. Wendy, welcome to the show. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Andrea. Very happy to be here. It's so so great to have you on. Okay, so I mentioned your several, the master healer, a clairvoyant, a medical intuitive. Break those down. Tell us what that means. Mm. Well, medical intuitive is a very unique skill set that uses a visual intuitive sense to uh, scan the body, uh, scan the energy systems, and look for blockages and, um, you know, imbalances, illness, and disease, and to really dialogue with the body and the energy systems on what the best way forward is. So it's a fascinating skill and a fascinating um, uh, practice. Master healer, um, very much like energy healers all over the world, I have my own modality. Uh, and it's called Biofield Balance Energy Healing. It's not unlike okay. some of the other uh, well-known modalities, pranic healing, um, you know, Qigong, Reiki, things like that, healing touch. There's a lot of wonderful modalities out there, but I that is a separate um, skill. Than it's called Biofield situation. Balance? Sorry to just to repeat uh-huh. that. Biofield yeah. Balance? Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. continue. Yeah, that's my particular modality that I've um, developed over the years. That is a skill of energy healing where I'm going to go in and I'm going to remove energetic blocks in the physical body and the energy field. And that's the sort of the basic understanding of energy work is that you shift and remove energetic blocks so people can um, have an experience of, of being without whatever their issue is for that period of time. And it raises a lot of um, more ability for people to heal. But I will tell you, um, a lot of energy healers report that their clients come back time and time again with the same issue, and they're not mm-hmm. healing. Um, and that is an interesting thing, and that's where medical intuition comes in. Because mm-hmm. as a medical right. intuitive, before I even give anybody a healing, and maybe the healing isn't the right modality for them, I'm going to look at their body, and I'm going to ask, what's going on? Why is there a chronic issue? Why is there an acute issue? What do they need to heal properly? And there's a lot of information in that question and that answer right there we can get into um but so that is do you need to be the in the same room as somebody no not at to... all no oh, interesting. i do most all of right. my work over the phone yeah i do it over the phone mm. at a distance and i work with people all over the world so uh it's mm. a terrific modality for that and are you working on do you see chakras is that it like you're like oh that a chakra is blocked or is it literally you had mentioned before illness so you could see if somebody has some type of, let's say, heart issue or whatever that is? Yes. So there's two, there's two steps to it. The first one is looking at the physical body, and it's very much like looking at a real-time MRI. <laughs> That's kind of how I describe it. I'm going to look at your physical body systems. If it's a heart issue, I'm going to look at the whole cardiovascular system, literally like I'm looking at a body in real time. A lot of people get squeamish and go, oh, my gosh, that sounds horrible. But actually, it's really fascinating. (laughs) 
And it, it, (laughs) and you learn a lot because your body organs and your body systems really have a lot of information for you. Um, You know, some people kind of intuitively get that anyway when they have something going on. But most of the time when there's some major imbalance or something, a lot of people are in heavy emotional fear or concern or worry, difficult for them to tap in themselves. And that's what a medical intuitive will do. And so what I can do is I can look at the physical body systems just to see, you know, how the cardiovascular system is working. Is there any plaque in the arteries? Is there any, you know, are the valves working properly in the heart? Things like that. Um, And how the systems are working together. You know, how is the immune system functioning with this particular issue? How is the endocrine system? Hmm. So it, it really is this holistic view of body systems. And the second part is looking at the energy anatomy, which you said very well with chakras. There's the chakra system. There's also the aura and the auric field. Mm, right. So a medical intuitive will also look at, at least how I do it and how I train people, is to look at the chakra system as well as the auric field and see where imbalances are there. And that is really the gist of the training program in terms of the nuts and bolts of what people learn. And that's called scanning, uh, physical Hmm. system body scanning and energetic field scanning. Wendy, for people who, are, who might be skeptical, who are listening and going, uh, you know, I don't believe it, which, by the way, my mother dated a medical intuitive, as I mentioned earlier, a long time ago, so I'm a little bit familiar with it. Can you share some stories of how you've helped people? Sure, I'd be happy to. Um, you know, over the years, everybody collects stories, and all my students have amazing stories, too. And one of these days, I need to write a book about all the stories, <laughs> because mm-hmm, it's fascinating to see all this, Yeah. So one story I like to talk about is um, uh, because it's, it really does kind of outline how the, the bottom line of why we do this in the first place, and that is to see not just in the physical body or the energy anatomy what's going on, but also where this thing started. The, the, the main tenet of energy medicine and certainly mind-body medicine is to find out where the roots of this issue came from so that healing can actually take place. And that is the missing piece here in medicine, certainly, and in a lot of energy work, I feel, as well. So uh, one great example of this is, and I tell the story a lot because it's such a powerful example of how the body works and holds on to things. Um, a wonderful woman in her 40s came to me, and she had uh, severe tendonitis, and she had, she'd had it for about a month, and she had no idea how she got it. <laughs> it was, just came out of the blue, right? And um, so she asked me to, to take a look at it. And what I saw from a medical intuitive perspective was a lot of inflamed tendons, right? Underneath the tendons, I saw a scar in the bone, looked like a heel fracture. And also caught in the wrist was a lot of heavy emotion and like heartbreak and grief and sorrow and emotional pain. Now, when I look at someone's physical body or their energy field, I'm going to look for the events in their life that occurred that are relevant to this issue. And what popped up was a visual, like a little movie, how I see things, uh, of her life where she was about 20 years old. She was playing tennis with her boyfriend. She tripped and fell on the court and broke her wrist. And that was the bone scar that I saw. Hmm. Now, that wasn't the only information. There was another scene from her wrist, (laughs) that uh, showed her in the hospital immediately after getting her wrist taped up and her boyfriend breaking up with her right there in the hospital room. So, yeah. Very nice. 
You can't play tennis anymore. Goodbye. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? So not only was her wrist holding all this, you know, physical pain and trauma of the fracture, but it was also holding the grief and heartbreak of this breakup that happened at the same time. Now, when I told her what I saw, she said, well, I'm, you know, an aha moment happened for her. And she said, Mm -hmm. "Um, I'm going through a really painful breakup right now in her life, 20 years later or so. And her wrist, because there was unresolved grief along with this. Started reacting. Exactly. And that's Mm -hmm. really not uncommon for a medical intuitive to see that. That's kind of of a big part of the training. So I will say that there's more to the story. Um, Her wrist wasn't done showing me images from her life. And the next image I saw was her about five years old in a dark closet space, it looked like, uh, raising the same arm uh, for protection and a cane coming down and impacting, hitting her right there on the wrist at age five. And she said, my mentally ill mother used to lock her in a closet and beat her with a cane. So in that wrist was a, a historical, um, from her life, uh, uh, another incident, a very powerful trauma of fear and mm. grief and pain, physically and emotionally, that was also being stored in the wrist. Wow. Now, yeah, and that's, I'm going to mm. tell you, that's, that's a very um, similar story to what I see in people's energy. Um, a lot of uh, trauma from childhood or from in their life, and they don't realize, we don't realize that these things have an impact on us as we, you know, as we go through life. We just think there it is symptom in the moment, but really not. So what was interesting about this one, too, is that she actually had a memory. She knew these, these two incidents. A lot of times I'll see things that people, they're kind of blocked or they're from very early life, so they don't have a physical memory of it. Mm-hmm. Like a, I mean, excuse me, a, a, they can't recover that memory, but it's there. Um, in their energy, and what it does is it puts the puzzle pieces together for people so that they can affect a deeper healing. And what so the, the outcome of this <laughs> is that <laughs> she, I called, checked in with her about a week later, and I said, how are you doing? And she said, oh, it was gone in t- like 24, 48 hours. She said within two days mm. it was completely gone. So something in her energy was able to shift and release of this ancient sort of trauma for her in her life. That's amazing. So, uh, yeah, that is. I was going to say too. Do you think it's the healing that you did on her, or is the fact that she became more aware of it, so she was able to process it, or both? Well, both. And to be honest, I didn't use my modality on her. I didn't do a biofield balance energy healing because her wrist told me that it didn't need that, and what it needed Hmm. was a little bit of acupuncture, which uh, you know was recommended by her wrist, (laughs) and some ice Mm -hmm. and a lot of rest and. Uh, and what I asked the wrist, well, what's, you know, what can she do to, to shift this? That's the last question I usually ask. And the wrist said it's an emotional issue. She, she needs to release this somehow energetically. And she did, without me even saying another word. So huh. this is some of the values of medical intuition is to sort of pinpoint where the best, you know, and I don't diagnose. And I can only look and assess and tell people what I see and tell them they really, they absolutely must check with their doctors and their healthcare providers. Um, of course, because, yeah. Yeah, that's critical. So that's what her so wrist does. Yeah. So you're saying that you teach this now. So how do you teach someone to become yeah. a medical? Because I was, I was always under the impression that you have to, you're born with a gift, but you're saying that people can learn this. How do they do that? 
Yeah, great question. Actually, my after teaching this for so many years, almost 10 years, I absolutely firmly know <laughs> from my own sense of knowing here that everyone is born with it. We all are born intuitive. Really? It's just that we, yeah, we, well, think about it. We live in a society that doesn't value intuition. <laughs> mm, in fact, it usually squashes it and People are told from a young age that, you know, they're telling stories or, you know, ignoring them. This is a really common experience, even for very seasoned um, intuitives, to have a, a history where they just can't talk about it because it's a bit of a taboo subject. Um, so there are uh, several kinds of intuition out there, um, and I can talk about that if you want, but everybody can recognize themselves in some of that, meaning we all get gut feelings or hunches, you know. And when we get those gut feelings and hunches, we have to recognize that that is actually your intuitive senses at work. So some people can get skilled in that, and, and actually everyone can get skilled in it. Um, mm -hmm. I teach a method of visual intuition. I was talking okay. about watching those little movies and someone's energy. That's a visual skill set using your mind's eye. And um, if, you can, if you have an imagination, <laughs> you can learn this. And if you see, if you dream and you remember your dreams, as some people do, you, and most people do, you can, you can do this. And everybody has an imagination. Everybody can visualize. Now, is there any science behind it, Wendy? Oh, gosh. Yes. Um, there's a ton of science. And I'm laughing because you're asking me the one question I'm not even, I don't have any qualification to answer. <laughs> No, but, but I, I, will think, I think tell it's you. important to ask. So people listening yeah. might think, oh, you know, like, oh, it's, a, you know, you know, I'd, I'd like to say it because what, the, what I'm noticing now is that there is science behind recently meditation, right? We know that it can change yeah. our dream expression. Yeah. We know that, you know, there's yeah. science behind a lot of energy medicine. So that's why I want to ask that question because, yeah. I mean, I believe in it, but I just want to know from, you know, for people who are listening who may be a little skeptical again, how, what, what the science says. Yeah. Um, there are many groups out there studying the phenomenon of intuition and intuitive states and energy work. There's a lot of um, peer-reviewed, evidence-based, you know, information out there on energy work. And this is a form, you could call it, you know, I'm, I'm accessing energy, therefore, you know, I'm, I'm, using, it, I'm using a visual uh, technique rather than a hands-on or, you know, using my hands to, to move and shift energy. I'm looking, I'm visually looking at it. And that, um, uh, there are some studies out there. There hopefully will be more studies out there. I'm uh, mm. working with a couple of groups to uh, try to advance this idea of uh, funding for more studies on medical intuition specifically and the efficacy rate and the accuracy rate, which is quite high, um, just anecdotally quite high, uh, in the upper 90s. So, um yeah, the, I would say uh, there are a couple of groups out there I would absolutely connect with for people who are interested in finding out about the science of intuition. One is a group called ION, Institute of Noetic Sciences, and I will be doing a talk there um, at their conference in July. They're phenomenal. They've been around for a very long time, and they've been studying um, you know, intuitive states and for, for many years, and they have a lot of information on their website. Uh, the other group is down in San Diego. It's called the Consciousness and Healing Initiative, CHI. Another wonderful group of scientists. These are all scientists. And if you look online, yeah, if if people want to look online for quantum field study, 
um, you'll find a lot of stuff out there. And you just have to sift through for the, the science-based ones. But there's a good deal of that going on right now. Bruce Lipton, if you know his work, The Biology of Belief, mm-hmm. yes, um, sure. wrote a phenomenal book on the subject. And Deepak Chopra has written great books. A lot of very prominent scientists and doctors are really exploring this now. So you don't have to have been a clairvoyant then, because I know that from reading about you, you had these abilities as a child, and it's something that well, you I still have. have. Because if you're able to see those movies, isn't that something, and I know I'm already asking a question Andrea asked, but I'm just really curious about whether you're born with it and, and how you can develop that without having those experiences. Yeah, it's an extremely developable developable skill. It's teachable. It's, I mean, I've been teaching it for about 10 years, and I haven't. Wow. Everybody learns it. <laughs> because it's, it's a little bit like, you know, I liken it to um, learning a new language or developing a muscle or, you know, learning to play an instrument or something like that. Every, you know, and children are born with these natural abilities. You know, so you can pretty much tell by the time a kid is six or seven years old, sort of what they're where they gravitate to. And some kids are really good at sports and some are good at drawing and some are good at music. Um, and generally they're encouraged. <laughs> but when a kid is good at, you know, intuitive things, generally they're discouraged. So um, uh, it's definitely learnable. I mean, I've taught some very powerful skeptics. <laughs> some people who are like, no way am I going to learn this. And then they find themselves uh, reading and seeing uh, things for strangers that they would have no prior knowledge of. And it's just a wonderful thing to develop for yourself. Wendy, can you see yourself, you know, in terms of being able to, you know, if you see those movies, are you able to see it on your own self? Or is that your intuition saying, oh, you know, I need to check this or do that? Um, it's both. I, I, yes, of course I can. And that's part of the, what I teach is self-healing. You know, as, as, as practitioners, we absolutely have to be able to work on our own energy. It's something I call energy hygiene, really. <laughs> Keep your energy clean and balanced so that you have the skills not just to look at others, but also yourself. And to be totally honest, I do see that as a missing piece out there in the energy um, community uh, and even in the healthcare community. I mean, nurses and massage therapists don't have anything like this. And we're talking about self-care at its most, you know, for the, for the caretakers, for the caregivers. So it's really, really critical to learn that. Is your course available online or do you have to do it in person? You know, I don't teach online classes at this time uh, because mm-hmm. I feel very strongly that this kind of information uh, works. People learn it most quickly and most efficiently and effectively in the classroom situation. And I will also say that my program is a fast-track program. In other words, people learn very quickly um, hmm. so that they can start to use it in their practices right away. And that was my goal when I started my program. There aren't that many programs out there most, in fact, I think all of them that I am aware of are online learning. And I just think it takes too long. <laughs> Those programs are like <laughs> two to four years. My entire program, level one, level two, is eight months. And uh, wow. there's a master class series um, that's another you know, four weeks, four intensives. That's another four months if you choose to do it. Hmm. It's one weekend a month for uh, four months. And then you can take the level two. That's another one weekend intensive month. And people fly in from all over the place to do these workshops. And yeah, that's just my perspective. I think people learn faster. And I, yeah, no, I think it's in person is still great too. So I was just curious if people who lived out of the country or wanted to live, wanted to learn it elsewhere. So how do people get in touch with you? 
Sorry, go ahead. Uh, uh, yeah, and I will also say that I am absolutely, I've traveled to locations to teach, and I'm very happy to do that. And if people mm, have a, a good, good you know, know. large enough group, I will absolutely set up a retreat or a program outside of California, you know, Los Angeles. Um, people, the best ways to get in touch with me is on my website, and that's The Practical Path. Uh, one word, The Practical Path, all one word, dot com. Awesome, you know, Wendy, Thank Wendy you I just so want much. to ask you quickly. I just want to ask you quickly because I did tease this at the beginning uh, that you were involved with Louise Hayes' living room healing sessions. Oh, just yeah. quickly tell us about that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was such a phenomenal experience. That's like one of my early life, you know, world tilts where you go, something's going on here. Um, this was in the <laughs> mid-'80s, and um, a dear friend of mine was one of her assistants, and he said, why don't you come down to this thing? And she had these in her living room. This is before she really, you know, kind of exploded out onto the scene. Uh, this was in Santa Monica in her apartment. And uh, she was working with the AIDS community at that time, uh, doing a lot of healing work and guided visualizations and things like that. So there was, a, you know, a group of, I don't know, maybe 20 people or so. Uh, and we'd come together and we'd do these guided meditations. And she would walk us through. And then someone would lie down on the floor and we'd do just, energy work of any kind you know we would just sort of use intention and prayer and she had crystals and oh man it was so much fun and so interesting and uh people would share their experience people who had a healing it was just it was sort of like an early experimentation in the idea of how to heal you know using energy and thought and she was of course the affirmation queen (laughs) so there was a lot of that kind of information it was fascinating it really taught me a good deal about, um, you know, other ways uh, to use energy other than, you know, our five typical senses. And she wasn't teaching anything specific. She was just gathering people together and guiding them through a process. So it was pretty spectacular. I felt very, very privileged to be um, hmm. attending those. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Thank you for sharing, Wendy. Well, before we end, I just want to give a big shout out to our sponsor, because without them, we wouldn't have our podcast, which we love so much and get to interview amazing people like yourself. So we want to give a big shout out to Natural Calm. They make magnesium and you can learn more about magnesium at naturalvitality.com. And magnesium is super important for so many things, but especially when we're under stress and we deplete it. So taking our daily dose of magnesium is critical. So thank you, Natural Calm, for making it possible for us to bring this incredibly important information to our listeners so wendy thank you very much for being our guest today you know i find it fascinating what you do and one day i would like to take your course (laughs) to learn how to do (laughs) it to others (laughs) because i think it's incredible so (laughs) yeah the next one starts in september i hope to see you there Exactly. There you go. Thank you. Well, thank oh. you for being on our show today. I'm Andrew Donsky along with Lisa Davis. You're listening to Naturally Savvy Radio. Like us on all social media at Naturally Savvy, at Andrew Donsky, at Radio MD, and at Health Media Gal One. Thanks for listening, everyone. Stay well. <laughs>